Welcome to the Spurs 9501 podcast. From Kane to the lane, the final say on all things Tottenham. Hey everybody, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. This is Nad from Spurs 9501. I hope you're all keeping safe and well wherever you are in the world. Uh, guys, today I'm going to be talking everything Tottenham Hotspur Football Club. So, guys, I've been a Spurs fan for nearly over 45 years. Um, I live quite close to the stadium, not far away. And I was going to the old White Hart Lane for many, many years. I come from an area under Keith Birkinshaw, which was really the first manager that I remember seeing uh, who was in charge at Tottenham. And my idol growing up was always Glenn Hoddle. And still today, I think Glenn Hoddle is the greatest Spurs player who's ever worn the shirt. That's my opinion, who's ever worn the shirt. So, guys, I want to talk a little bit about where we are uh, with the current manager, Nuno, uh, a little bit about the playing squad. I want to talk a little bit about the ins and outs of current transfers that we've had and people that have left the club. I want to talk a little bit about players that we may be leaving and also potential future players that may be coming, which might be a little bit difficult because, as you know, we've been looking at a lot of players. But let's try to break it down the best we can, if I may. So, first of all, let's talk about the current playing squad. So we'll talk, start off with the attack. Now, I've broken this down before in a, a couple of other previous videos, but for me, up front, it was so important that we secured Son on a long-term contract. That was probably the best bit of news that I've had as a Spurs fan since Mourinho left. <laughs> I don't know how you guys feel, but signing a four-year contract, see, it might look like he might see his career out with Tottenham, which would be tremendous. You know, what he does, he brings that energy, that enthusiasm, that excitement, that smile. Uh, what he does on the playing side, on the assist, and his tremendous goals. For me, I have no idea why more clubs did not come in for Son. You know, I, I know that Juventus were talking about him, some rumours about Real Madrid, but I'm just so thankful. As I said, there is a God. Thank God. So, for me, what a great start. Son, number one. I don't think we've seen the best of Steven Bergwijn. I think there's a lot more to come from that young man. Give him an opportunity, play him in the right position, let him express himself. And I think with Lucas Moura, who may not play every single game, but for me, Lucas Moura's attitude is first class. It's first class. So, you know, with Lucas's energy, um, I'll come back to Harry near the end. But the midfield for me is something which is, could be quite special because it was so great to see Delhi Ali uh, stepping up. He looks fit. He looks energized. And for me, we could make Delhi Ali into a brand new player. So, you know, we've got to encourage him and give him that, that enthusiasm. He's still quite a young man. Let's not forget that as well. Now, let's talk about some of the other midfield players because I think the midfield is, is quite exciting for me. Pierre, Pierre, you are my Graham Roberts, sir. I know you're a midfielder. He was a central defender. You are our guts and thunder. You are the one out there that's directing us. No doubt you're a future Tottenham captain. I've no doubt about that. But you have some serious qualities, sir, and you can definitely pass that ball I know we know about your tackling and your commitment, tremendous. So for me, Pierre is, is the heart and soul of that midfield. But let's look at some of the other midfielders around him. One of the players that I'm really, really excited about, and a lot of my Norwich friends have told me to look out for Oliver Skip. Um, I saw a couple of games of his in, in, when he was playing for Norwich. Really, really talented. I think him and Pierre can make a phenomenal partnership protecting that back four, back five, as Nuna likes to do. And I think you can see great things also, and this is what I'm really excited about, is the potential partner from the Celso and Dembele. That partnership. They're young. I think they're going to grow together. I think they're going to get better together. They can stay fit and healthy and keep them getting stronger. Because I think in the Premier League, 
you know, you need that talent, but you also need that physical attributes as well. And I really do believe that those two guys could really, really ignite the Premier League. And with Delhi Ali just in front of them, there's, a, there's some, there's something to to start working on. And I, and I and I'll talk about more about transfers coming in and people that potential because I'd like to see another quality midfield player being added to that that nucleus of what I'm talking about. As many of you know, the biggest concern I've had, and I know many of you guys out there have had it, is the defence. Now, first of all, I'm so grateful Regulon is still at the club because I think Regulon is going to have a tremendous season this year. Tremendous. Um, ben Davis, ultimate professional, still at the club as well. The defence, as I said, you know, worries me. Roden, I think, has got potential, but you cannot ask Roden to lead that central defence. Sanchez, you know, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about Sanchez and Dyer when I talk about, about people coming in and people coming out. And we know Serge also wants to go, and then we left with Doherty as well. And, of course, at the back, we've got the number one, Hugo Lloris, which for me, actually, I thought Hugo had a really good season last year. And, you know, we need the captain to step up and, and, and to lead us from that. So, for me, it's not all doom and gloom, guys. I think there's some nucleus of good things that we've got going on in the club. And we've got some really good youngsters. And if anyone's seen some of the pre-season games in Europe last year, I think we've got some really good youngsters that are going to be knocking on the door. So, who have we bought so far and who have we sold? So, the two players that have currently come, come into the club, as far as I know, Pierre Luigi, uh, goalie from Atlanta. I honestly don't know much about him. But what I did find out, he did have a season at Aston Villa. So, at least he's had some Premier League experience. And what I did not know, that he's already paid, played in the last three years at Atlanta. At Atlanta, he's played 78 matches already for them. So, that's not bad at all. And he's on loan. I believe that if he plays 20 games, automatically we have to pay the fee for him. If we decide to buy him at the end of the year, I think it's roughly going to cost about 15 million euros, roughly. But what a great person to learn from, Hugo Lloris. You know, for me, he's somebody that can grow into the club. And of course, Nuno himself was a goalie. So he will know whether this young man's good or not. So... Fingers crossed, first of all, that he turns out to be somebody in the future that could end up being Tottenham's number one. Brian Gill, or someone rang me last night saying Brian Gill. And I said, who's this championship player for Brian Gill that we signed up? <laughs> and of course, it's this young Spanish under-21 player or Spanish uh, youngster. I honestly don't know too much about him. What scares me, someone said to me, Nad, he's the next Messi. And I said, please stop that rubbish straight away. Yeah. You know, we want to, don't want to tag people like that because if you remember Lamella was the big next thing of Argentinian player when he was playing at Roma. He had a great season with Totti and that great team. I remember seeing how many matches. I thought, wow, Lamella's going to be the next big Argentinian superstar. It didn't work out like that, even though I felt Lamella gave his all to us. And I'll talk about Lamella a bit later on. So two good players, I believe. Good two youngsters. It kind of fits in the way that Tottenham buy their players, you know, young um, and then and then develop them, and hopefully they become successful at the club. So there are two players that have come in. We've had a few players leave. One fourth already was leaving. Of course, we know that. Carton Vickers, I actually thought he left a long time ago, but he was on the book still. Uh, we've had Eric, of course, Eric left, and I'm sad to see Eric go. I know people will have their ups, uh, their thoughts on Eric, good and bad. And for me, I always thought he was committed to the club. His energy, his enthusiasm. I think his injuries really detailed, detailed his progress of the club, which was which is sad, really, because I thought thing. But I wish Eric, you know, lots of success, Coco, and I wish him great success, success in Seville. Um, I was actually disappointed that Toby has left the club because 
I know he probably is not the Toby of old. I think still at 32, he had still had a good year, maybe two years left in him. It's a good deal for Tottenham, £13 million for a guy who's 32 years old. Uh, it's good for for Toby financially. I'm sure he's getting a tremendous package of Qatar. Uh, but I was very sad to see him go. I don't know what you guys think, but I was sad to see him go. Uh, and probably I'm also worried because who are we going to be bringing in? That still worries me because what you don't want to start the season off is that we have a back five of, say, Ben, uh, Roden, uh, Sanchez, Dyer, and Doherty. And no disrespect to those five, it doesn't give me the greatest confidence going in the first game against Manchester City, first of all. So we need new players coming in. Um, so far as I know, that's the players that have left. So the players that have come in and the players that have gone. So let's look at some of the players that we think may be leaving as well, because that's interesting because it's quite a long list. We know Serge has wanted to leave for a long time. I don't know what's happening there. PSG are interested or not. Sanchez, you know, Sanchez is one of those players. I just, you know, we, I don't know about you guys, but I've, I'm one of those people that, you know, we do kind of compare with others. And for me, I was praying that he was going to be the next Ledley King, because Ledley King is probably one of my favourite players after Glenn Hoddle. Um, physique, speed, he's got it all. But he always seems to make some mistake, and he always seems to get punished for that mistake. Uh, I don't have to change him around. I know uh, I, I'd love to see Ledley train more with him, which I think Ledley was trying to do. But Sanchez, I think, if an offer comes through for him, because he actually didn't have a bad Copa America. Colombia, I finished, think, finished third. <clears throat> he played quite well. So there are probably clubs in Europe that might be looking at him. Whether we get £45 million pound back, I doubt it. But I think if an offer, a big offer came in for him, I think they would probably let him go. Dyer, I don't know what's happened to Dyer. Is it Dyer's just played in too many positions? Midfield, right back, uh, central defence. But, you know, only two years ago, people were talking about 50 million for Dyer. I don't think they're paying more than 5 million for the guy right now. So whatever can be done to help Dyer, I'm hoping Nuno can work with him, uh, get his confidence back as well, and just say to him, look, you know, you're a good player, and, and then grow from that. Ben Davis is always going to be at the club. You know, it's funny, people criticise Ben Davis, but when you listen to any manager talk about Ben Davis, they love him, Yeah. For me, as I said, Reglon is going to be the superstar at Tottenham for this year. So watch this space. So let's talk about the players coming in. This is really hard because our director of football, Fabio, first of all, guys, get him an extra battery pack, two battery packs. The guy is 24-7 on his mobile phone, first of all, guys. Get him what he needs. And we've got to back this guy 100%. Daniel, please back the director of football the best you can. He's doing this scattergun approach, and I didn't know if that was the right way to go about it, but look, this is how he's been very successful. And let's talk about a couple of players. Now, it is really difficult because, you know, if I mention a player and he doesn't join, I'll be gutted, but I'm going to mention it anyway. Uh, Christian Romero, first of all. Now, the rumour mill was going mad on this guy. I don't know if any of you saw him in the Copa America. I saw him play, and I went, wow, 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 wow. I heard he was voted one of the top central defenders in Serie A. And if you're in Serie A and you get voted one of the top defenders, you must be damn good, guys, first of all. Ball-winning player, can, can, can feed the ball out. And the way Nuno plays with the five at the back, he's going to need somebody like him. He's a leader. 45 million, 50 million euros, whatever it is, guys, please make the deal happen. We need him. And we need probably a couple of other players like him 
probably another right back, and at least, in my opinion, another one or two top central defenders to give us a realistic chance of going for the Champions League next year. I know it's not easy because we're not in the Champions League, but guys, we have to do what we have to do. So for me, that is probably one of the most exciting. There are too many other players, guys, to talk about. And I think over the next four or five days, we're going to get a much clearer picture where, where we are with transfers. So again, watch this space. I think Fabio is really going out there in a crazy way, doing his thing. And I'm really praying that he can get some of those players across the line before we start our first game, uh, particularly first team players as well. So for me, guys, very exciting. One of the players that I do want to mention, because I just can't help it, is Griezmann. I don't know about you guys. What do you think? Can it be done? Could we do a bail deal? Daniel Levy's the man to do it. Um, I know Barcelona want a, want, want a transfer for him. Maybe his wages might be too difficult. But, man, guys, what would you feel right now if we were able to secure Griezmann on even on a year long? Yeah, I'll take that, first of all. So, guys, it's exciting. Let's see. Watch this space. Let's talk about a couple of other pe- people before I uh, end this video. Harry Kane. Harry, I love you. We love you. Do we want $160 million for him? What would we do with $160 million if that is true? Are we better off with Harry Kane? What's your opinion? Um, if we were to get a large transfer fee, I wouldn't like us to go and sign 10, 12 players up with 150-odd million. I'd like to buy three or four quality players or two or three quality players if they were willing to come to the club. But preferably for me, I'd rather keep Harry Kane. He's, he's uh, a legend at the club. Um, he's probably uh, the person that links everybody together. And I think it would be a massive lift if Harry came out and said, you know what, I like what we're doing at Tottenham. I like the new vision. Um, and I want to stay here and, and win trophies with Tottenham because I think we're a far better uh, proposition with Harry than without, guys. And finally, I want to end with Nuno and I want to wish him great success. I do not like the idea of someone being offered a two-year contract, but I jokingly, because I'm not Daniel Levy's biggest fan, I jokingly said to somebody the reason why the contracts for managers are going lower and lower is can you imagine Enoch saying to him, come on, Daniel, you've paid more on compensation for managers being released than the net spend for transfers over the last 20 years. And that probably sums us up, uh, the 10th richest club in the world, but often we don't act like it. And maybe I'll leave another Daniel Levy video for the future, just for now. Uh, but what I want to say to Nuno is to go out there, do your thing, um, give your all. We believe in you. We will support you, you know, Bring that excitement, bring that energy, bring that love back to Tottenham that we've missed for a long time. Um, and I think Nuno can do very well. And we'll get to, you know, the test is coming soon in the first game, but everybody get behind him. You know, we must do that as Spurs fans and then take it forward. Guys, where do I think we're going to finish in the league finally? And that's a really difficult one. When Nuno took over, I will be very honest with you, I thought we'd be lucky to finish seven for eight with the current squad. I'm, I'm a little bit excited, but we've had some four stalls before. We know that as Tottenham fans, it's not easy being a Spurs fan. But I'm getting a little bit excited. And I think based on some of the players I'm hearing about, if they are to come through, I think we could finish in the top four. But I'm an optimist. I will always be an optimist. So you never know what's going to happen. So all I want to end this call, guys, I want to end this video today saying thank you so much for listening to me. If you like this video, please like this video. Please subscribe to us. 
And guys, what I want to just say to you is, come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. All the way. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We are Tottenham. Super Tottenham. We are Tottenham from the lane. Guys, God bless to you all. Take care and look out for my future videos. All the best. Take care. You've been listening to the Spurs 9501 podcast. Stay in touch, continue the debate, and let us know what you want to discuss by finding us on YouTube. Tune in after the next match day for more insight. Thanks for listening.